Taylor, we have been waiting two years, two long years, to finally have a breakdown of March Madness. Selection Sunday was today. We had a ton of fun conference tournaments over the weekend. How about Pat Ewing and the Georgetown Hoyas? How yeah. about them, man? How a, awesome. What a weekend. Yesterday was In wild. In the garden. Yeah. Just taking it to Creighton. Just taking it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that Duke and Kentucky and Louisville or Cincinnati are not in the tournament. Um, it's obviously – we have UCLA and Michigan State in a play-in game. It's wild you know, year. It's a wild year, man. But let's go ahead and let's kind of start – and let's kind of talk first. Um, let's kind of touch a little bit on some of the conference tournaments just because we needed to have some shocks out there. Um, one, obviously, like I mentioned already, seeing Georgetown win the Big East where they were, you know, playing on the first night. They had the first game of the Big East tournament and ran the table. Um, you know, they beat Villanova. They beat Creighton. Like a hell of a run for them, yeah, man. Seton Hall, just awesome. Right. Seton Hall. So uh, really excited about them. Um, yes, I see Ben is all excited that Moorhead State is in and they'll be playing West Virginia in the first round. Really like that match. We'll touch on that, obviously, a little later in the show. But when you go through this, man, um, when you look back at conference to conference tournaments, you know, obviously, you know, Virginia backing out, Duke backing out. Uh, what really jumped out to you the most from conference tournament play? Um, the, the level of play in some of these games, kind of like you, what you said yesterday was, you know, throughout all of two weeks ago and last week, you know, multiple bids being cashed in. Um, yesterday was a crazy day with Georgetown winning at the bid stealer, Oregon State winning their first <laughs> conference tournament title ever in program history. It's another bid stealer, you know, ended up costing Louisville. Uh, that was a crazy game. And then the level of play in the Big Ten tournament was absolutely like unbelievable. Terrific. Ohio State, Michigan was a great game. Illinois, Iowa was a great game. Today was a great game between Illinois really and Ohio game. State. Um, game of the day for me today was LSU, Alabama, uh, just to high scoring game was fun to watch um yeah it was one of those things that we had a couple scares with kansas being opted out friday um and what in virginia opting out or you know being forced to leave with the covid tested positive and whatnot and the status for them seems a little more up in the air um currently than you know other teams but other than that you know most conferences went on without a hiccup um you know it, it looks like we're all in pretty good shape most teams are probably leaving tonight to go to indianapolis or tomorrow in the next couple of days but yeah yeah, I'm super excited. Um, you know, a year ago last year, uh, on the Friday of conference tournament week, everything gets shut down. You know, they were talking about baiting, releasing a bracket, which I'm glad they didn't. That would have been just horrible. Yeah. Um, but it's glad to have a bracket, glad to have to talk about, you know. And now, sure, is it a little I, – I do miss the old format. I'm sure most people do because, you know, that this week is ten times easier when it's – you go to work tomorrow and you work all day, and then Tuesday you got the first four, Wednesday you got the first four, Thursday starts the tournament. Now it's a little different with – Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you pretty much got nothing going on. Thursday, there's going to be games on probably – I don't know how they're going to rotate it, but I imagine we're having to get four games in. They'll probably start around 5 o'clock. Um, yeah. I do one or two at a time and then, you know, end the night. But get to Friday, and then it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days of just straight basketball wire to wire, which is kind of what everybody loves to do. It's, it's you know, you can gamble. You can sit back on your couch, you know, eat like a slob. It's 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 the best, so – yeah, it is. Um, also, want to make sure we get in. So if you guys are tuning in today, um, we're not going to go game by game today by any means. We're going to save that for Thursday night. We're going to have a really special show because, like we said, we've been waiting a couple of years to do this. So today is just kind of going over the bracket, reacting to Selection Sunday, and kind of just um, you know shocks, surprises, tournament matchups we're really excited for, and things like that is what this show is going to be. Um, I do want to start. Let's go with the one seeds, um, starting at – so Gonzaga, obviously – 
Baylor, Illinois, and Michigan all getting one seed. So two Big Ten teams get a one seed. Ohio State gets a two seed out of the Big Ten. Uh, so they represented very well. Do you feel Do you feel we got it right in the ones? I feel like we got it right this year. I don't really feel, like. I think Houston's the only other team you potentially could have given a one seed to. I would have gave Alabama the one seed. Do you? I think I, I think I think Michigan losing livers um, mm. is pretty big. They they struggled down the end of the year. I mean, you can't fault them for that. You know, you obviously the the one seed is based off the overall resume of work. Um, but the yeah, losing in the semifinals to Ohio State, they ended up losing to obviously Illinois. Um, I think Alabama won the regular season in the SEC and then won the regular season title or the conference tournament title. So that's one of those things that. Nate Oates said it today on College Game Day. He said that there's been out of the last 25 Power Five conferences to win both the regular season and the conference um, title. Only 20 of those 25 have got a one seed. So now Alabama obviously is the first team not, or you know, the sixth team not to. Yeah. But I think with Michigan declining a little bit, I mean, they're still good enough to get to Sweet 16, Elite Eight, Final Four, all that. Um, but you know, losing livers, who's your senior leader, you know, one of your go-to scorers and whereas Alabama is kind of peaking is kind of one of the things I could switch, but I'm not like, I don't think it's a, like a end all be all. I think Alabama could have been the final fourth one seed, but other than that, I think they got it right. I think Gonzaga's undefeated. Baylor's been good. Um, you know, lost Oklahoma state in the conference tournament. And then my pick for the national champion, uh, Illinois, they, <laughs> they're the hottest team in basketball right now. So we have the same pick for who's going to win the title, um, I guess. So Watch spoiler five minutes of a game and I'm like, yeah, it's over. Um, yeah. So, you know, the, the two seeds, Houston, obviously deserving Alabama, deserving high state nine losses is a lot for a two seed, but big 10 level play is really hard. And, you know, they, yeah. they proved to be well, they hung around with Illinois today. And then Iowa, the two, another one that, you're, you know, you give it the best conference, the best teams, um, you know, we'll kind of, we'll kind of go through regions here, but as for like the bubble teams, um, Wichita State, Drake, Syracuse getting in, um, Michigan State and UCLA over the likes of, you know, um, what's Louisville, one of the, Louisville, St. St. Louis, Louis, Colorado State, and Ole Miss, I think the other four. I have no problem with Colorado State, um, Ole Miss, and St. Louis not getting, uh, you know, getting snubbed. I mean, I, I think they're, they had a chance to prove themselves in their conference tournaments and unfortunately didn't do it. But um, that's what happens when you have bid stealers. But Louisville, I can see a case for. You know, they beat Syracuse. Um, Syracuse getting in. I think Wichita getting in is a little wild. I think yeah, Drake it's very getting wild. in. Drake getting in the 25 and 4, I get it. They're down two of their best players. They, they barely snuck by in the Missouri Valley semis to beat more, uh, Missouri State. Got beat by Loyola, who's a really good team. Um, it, it's a toss up. Do I think Louisville would do damage? Maybe. Um, but I, I get maybe the committee going to Drake, but I think Louisville has a kind of a gripe with what, some of those teams. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, as far as the regions go, um, let's kind of go through them real quick. Yeah. So without breaking down every single game, we were not going to do that to you by any means, like I said, but, um, as far as like a fun region, I think I'm leaning towards the Midwest being the most exciting to me. Um, Illinois one Houston two. you have a team like, um, you know, Tennessee's in there, Oklahoma State's in there with Kate Cunningham, West Virginia's in there with their shooters, Moorhead State's a really good 14 seed. People always love Liberty. They're a team that people always have an eye on in the tournament. Um, I think that that Liberty Oregon Oklahoma State matchup, as much as I, I think Oklahoma State will definitely win, I think Liberty is a really fun team in these circumstances. And you have like a, you know, you have like a loyal Chicago who's been ranked all year, they're yeah. an eight seed, so like against loyal- the Georgia Tech team who's hot. Yeah, so like if Loyola Chicago gets through Georgia Tech and plays Illinois, that might be the game of the weekend. Uh, you know, for uh, you know that Sunday, I think that round that they play Friday um, and Sunday. Yeah, that'd be Friday Sunday, correct? 
Yeah. Um, so for me, I think the Midwest region is the most fun. Um, is there, yeah. what, what about you? Like what are the what region no, really jumped up? To you I most? like, I like that one. We can start with them. I know it's a little obviously unorthodox in the bracket positioning, but yeah, Loyola Georgia Tech's going to be a fun game. You know, it's a battle of good defensive teams and good offensive teams. Uh, Tennessee, I, I think Oregon state, um, maybe they might surprise you. They're playing well, but I, I think Tennessee should roll them. Obviously Oklahoma state Liberty. Um, you're looking at getting – if everything goes chalk, you're getting Tennessee, Oklahoma State in the second round, which would be awesome. Loyola, Chicago versus an Illinois school would be fun. Got a battle for in-state teams. Um, San Diego State, Syracuse, both teams shoot a lot of threes. That would be a very high-scoring game. It would be fun to watch. West Virginia, Moorhead, you know, state ties with Kentucky as well as, you know, personal ties with um, West Virginia with, you know, Miles McBride from Cincinnati, Sean McNeil from this area, Clemson Rutgers. God, that team, that might be the first of 25 wins that game. It's going to be a rock fight. And yeah. then, yeah, uh, some other games. I, I'm with you. I think this bracket can lead to a lot of um, fun matchups in the second and third rounds, which is going to be fun to watch. But, um, yeah, we can kind of go through Gonzaga's region real quick that start in the top left and maybe just look at games we're looking, you know, that intrigue us. I think the 8-9 Oklahoma-Missouri game, you know, old big like that game a lot. should be fun. Creighton, you, you see Santa Barbara. I, I know the 5-12 is a trendy upset. And you might get you might get um, a lot of people taking UC Santa Barbara, especially with Creighton struggling against um, Georgetown. But they're a team I, I wouldn't give up on yet. Um, Zikorowski's good. Balak's really good. So they're a team that can fill it up when they get hot. Um, I know this sounds pretty cliche rooting against Virginia, but like I'm I'm very against them, especially when they have the they're the one team with COVID that you're you're concerned with because they're still quarantining in in Virginia and they're going to be arriving late to Indy so if they're not able to practice you're going to get a team in Ohio that with Jacob Preston they can really play and they had they're hot out of the max so yeah that's a team you don't want to play on short notice like they are yeah so I'm I'm excited about that matchup for sure um I really like the uh you know I don't think we're still on the level of Bill's self being eliminated early in the tournament but that's a tough matchup for them that Eastern Washington team's pretty good yeah they're Um, fun to watch yeah, I wouldn't go as far as putting and penciling them in to beat Kansas, but it's a team that's going to, you know, if they play well, they're going to give them fits. Right. Um, I really like Oregon VCU. I think that's a good game. Um, I kind of lean towards Oregon right now. Um, come Thursday when we actually do our, our picks, I don't know where I'll be, but I think that that's, you know, that's a tough game. And then even that play-in game, like you mentioned with uh, Drake and Wichita State, you know, I don't think Wichita State should have been in this tournament, um, but I like that matchup because there are two teams that can score the ball very well at a high level. Um, so that's a really fun first four. Um, but I like, this, you know, I think this bracket's really, really interesting. Um, you know, like you said, like Oklahoma, Missouri is a ton of fun, um, but, you know, it's kind of that thing where it's like, cool, you win. Now you got to play Bowser in level two instead of yeah. at the end of the game. So it's um yeah it's I don't tough. I don't I don't see a I see a elite eight of Gonzaga Iowa. Um, I, think I, I think this region's pretty pretty chalk. I mean, obviously you know subject change, and I hope it gets crazy. But I'm gonna take Gonzaga to pretty much roll through this region and meet maybe Iowa in the elite eight, which could be a great game. But I don't think Gonzaga's gonna be stopped pretty easily by anybody in this and by the Sweet Sixteen or anything. So. Oh, um, I mean, especially because they've beaten they've they've beaten Virginia by a hundred and they beat Kansas by a hundred and they beat Iowa, so <laughs> yeah. it's the level of rematches. So they've they've proved they can beat them. So we'll have to see it again. So we'll jump across real quick um, to the South, um, looking you know, and that's where Baylor's the one seed. Um, uh, the eight nine games very you know I'm very intrigued with it. It's a North Carolina Wisconsin matchup. Um, yeah, Carolina you know ends up kind of hurting themselves when they schedule Marquette and lose at the loss that really kind of probably bounced them off the seven line. Um, yeah, they're not a great team by any means, but they're playing a lot better this year or this towards the end of the year, which is pretty, um, 
what you want to have your team playing better. I think they can beat Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's bigs are pretty slow and agile where our bigs are um, at our strength of our team. You know, they're, we're really good off. Yeah. He's going to have a day, right? We have pros in the bigs and they don't, unfortunately they can shoot and they can muck it up like Virginia, um, which if Carolina turns the ball over, which they're prone to do, it could be an ugly low scoring game that Wisconsin can win. So I can see it either way. If Carolina takes care of the ball, they'll win. If they don't, then they'll probably lose to Wisconsin. Um, you know, looking second round against Baylor, if they do, when Baylor, the only positive against that is, you know, I'm not picking Carolina to be Baylor, but Baylor is very, <laughs> um, pretty low in defensive rebounding for in the Big 12, which is nice because obviously our strength is with our big guys. So, you know, once again, cut down on turnovers, have to make some outside shots, gonna have to play your best games, but it's not out of the loom. But I'd be, you know, I'm worried about beating Wisconsin before I'm <laughs> thinking about Baylor. Um, but then you're gonna get, I think the most trendy pick in the upset is gonna be Winthrop over. I already said it. I was gonna say, I was like, I think I Winthrop beats Villanova. I, and which, I know it's because we picked Villanova with the title beginning of the year, and now we're picking to lose in the first round. Yeah, I just, I, I think I'm gonna go, I still think I'm gonna go Villanova. I think Jay Wright's too good of a coach. To, no, Con Gillespie. It just I know. throws everything off with them. I know. I just uh, I'll, I'll stick with Villanova. I think they're not going to lose three or three games in a row, basically, to end their year. Um, Purdue, North Texas, a lot of fun. I think Purdue is a team that is going to go to the Sweet 16. I think regardless of the winner, um, uh, Williams is a low. Jalen Ivy is so fun. But you know their team's young and they're getting better every game. Um, Texas Tech, Utah State could be really fun. Um, two teams that kind of run different different styles, and I like to see Mac in the tournament, see what he can do. Um, I think. A game, I'm telling you, I'm going to bet the over right now. I don't care what it is. It's Arkansas Colgate. It's going to be so good. I love Colgate that Colgate can score, team. Love and them. And Arkansas can score as well. So it'd be really interesting to watch those teams go at it. Um, Florida, Virginia Tech's a fun matchup, too. You know, a team that Virginia Tech coming off of COVID pause, a really physical team against a Florida team that has, you know, players that can play really great at times and then also frustrating. So be interesting to see. And then you get Ohio State. So you're looking at some fun matchups, maybe like a Carolina Baylor, a Villanova Purdue. You know, Arkansas, Utah State, Arkansas, Texas Tech. You know, it's it's a lot of fun stuff. That 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 Sunday matchups will be a lot of fun. So I still think Baylor. I don't want to sound like chalk, like one seeds are going to go on, but the ones the gap between the one seeds and like the three seeds are astronomical. So I think that Baylor can make it. I don't think Ohio State can make it out of it. If anything, uh, I mean, I think whoever comes out of the top. So whether that be Carolina, Baylor, Purdue, I think one of those teams will probably go to the final four. I'm with you. I think that, yeah. um, you know, like I said, like I'm going to pick Winthrop for the moment. Like I said, talk to me Thursday. Um, right. I just feel like I just worry so much about the double without Colin Gillespie. Right. Um, it just changes so many things for them. And, you know, look, you're right. Justin Moore, Jeremiah Robson Earl, obviously are really good players. Um, right. So they have, they have talent and then, you know, it's Jay Wright who is probably, you know, one of the more underrated coaches in the country. Yes. Even with two national titles. So, um, but yeah, Arkansas Colgate's a lot of fun. I think Moses Moody might be the most fun player in this region. Uh, between all 16 teams. So he's a guy that I'm going to keep an eye on. Like you said, Dayron Sharp. There's a lot of NBA guys in here. Mm-hmm. And um, the good news you have in that Wisconsin game is you know Brad Davidson's not going to take a charge from Dayron Sharp because he might not give it back up. Right. So yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at some of the opening the opening odds right now. Uh, they have Carolina minus one against Wisconsin. Um, Villanova minus six and a half against Winthrop and the total is 137. And right Ooh. now Arkansas minus eight and a half over under one fifty seven and a half. That's an over. A lot of points. Yeah, I, I usually try to stay away from anything in the one fifties, just because you need the game to be in the eighties of halftime to have a chance. But yeah, no, I mean that's it's kind of what we're, um, you know, it's, it's love it. I mean that's what you do. That's what Monday. That's what Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday of work is for this week. Yeah, 
you sit around, you fill out your bracket a hundred times, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I love the people that fill out one bracket. I wish I was like them could fill it out, turn it in. Like, that's my bracket. I will overthink every game. You know, it'll take me till Wednesday night to be like, all right, that's my pick. But um, yeah, no, we got one region left. I think it's the East. Um, it's Michigan. Michigan's got, I think they have the toughest eight, nine matchup. I think LSU, uh, I think LSU is going to, just roll St. Bonaventure. I did too. Good today. But I think LSU Michigan in the second round could be just so fun because you got mm-hmm. pros on every end there. Um, you know, and then you're looking at a Colorado Georgetown. You got Georgetown who's really hot against a Colorado team with McKinley Wright, who I like a lot. Colorado is the best free throw shooting team in the country. So that'll be interesting to watch see if they can, you know, continue that. Um, Florida State, UNC Greensboro. I love West Miller. Um, Carolina guy, you know, coaching at UNTG. They run a nice offense with Isaiah Miller. Um, he's player of the year in that conference three years in a row. Um, Florida State coming off a loss against Georgia Tech. They're um, 25 turnovers is a lot. You know, they turn the ball over a lot, and that's, that can get you in trouble in March, especially if you don't have a true point guard. I, I like Scotty Barnes a lot, but he's not a point guard, so right. he's throwing the ball over. BYU, um, the winner of Michigan State-UCLA. I got the winner of the Michigan State-UCLA game winning that game. Um, I think I'm no picking offense. Michigan State to beat yeah. UCLA. And I think BYU, I don't think harms and company. Yeah. They look good against Gonzaga in the first half of the WCC, but I, I, I'm i still kind of just out on that. Um, and then Texas, Evelyn Christian, UConn-Maryland's a fun opening round game. And then Alabama, I, could, I would love to see Alabama versus um, Alabama-UConn. UConn's a really physical team and Alabama's a really team that likes the space and, you know, get the points up. So that could be a fun matchup. So, but for this region, I think this is my region where I'm not really sure I could see Florida. Like I'm not exactly sure who I have coming out of this. I can see any of the top four seeds making it to the final four. So Michigan, Florida state, Texas, and Alabama. Yeah. I, I think I lean towards Alabama right now. Yeah. Um, Like I said, everything could change. Um, But I just think that right now they're playing their, they're playing the best basketball of those four teams. Right. So that's kind of where I lean towards them. Yep. Um, I do think Michigan State beats UCLA, and I think they go ahead and they beat BYU. No disrespect to Mark Pope. Um, yep. Just don't think that they're a team that can really threaten those guys with the athletes they have. And I think guys like Aaron Henry, who missed it last year, and though they might, they don't have many more chances to make a noise here. And UCLA just has played so bad down the stretch that mm-hmm. uh, I just don't see how they can really kind of pull off these two wins by any means. Um I think I'm leaning towards picking Georgetown. I don't know if it's just because I'm having a lot of fun with what they're doing right now. Right. Um, but I'm really impressed with how well they have played since the Xavier game. They've played really well. Um, they've been really good down the stretch. They've won a lot of games. You know, the way that they played in the gar- in the garden, um, this is also a neutral site. So this isn't anything where they're going to be affected by like, am I on the road against this guy or that guy? Um, so I think I'm going to take Georgetown to win the first round. I don't know if they'll go and beat Florida State by any means, <laughs> but that's a fun matchup for me. Um, yeah, they got they, right now. They got Georgetown. Uh, they got Colorado minus four against Georgetown. I think that's worth taking a dabble at. That's they, they, they tend to think that's going to be a closer game. They got LSU St. Bonaventure as a pick 'em, um, which God that shocks to, me. I'm about to put a lot of money on LSU. Um, and then some of the other games: UConn minus four over Maryland. And Texas is only a nine-point favorite over Abilene Christian, which just seems a little low for um, – but Abilene Christian's a good program, so it'd be interesting to see. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I could see a bunch of different teams. Georgetown's riding high. Like, it's one of those things, you know, don't bet against momentum. A team that, you know, has played their way into this, they're starting to feel – look at more confidence, and that can be dangerous for anybody. So, but I'm with you. I think this is the, the one region where I'm not sure who's going to come out of it. The other ones, I got a pretty good idea who's going to do it. So, Yeah, this is the one where I feel the least confident in the one seed winning it. Right. 
other so, than that, how many? Let's. I mean, off the top of your head, how many teams do you think can win it all? Like, I'm gonna say, I say no more than six. Yeah. I'm gonna go Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, Michigan, Alabama. God, that's a lot of chalk. Like a trendy. I mean, I think West Virginia could win it. They just got. I mean, if Sherman and McNeil are shooting well, Houston, I'm just not there yet. Like Iowa, I, I just don't think they can consistently stop anybody which is you know that's not what you need here arkansas no i I think purdue can really win it all i know that sounds crazy um kansas no i mean i don't know i just think there's probably four or five teams i think it's probably majority one of the one seeds but i'm gonna take illinois that's my early pick i'm probably still gonna lock them in but i i carvello adam miller the the sumu kofi coburn they got it all i mean they can they can shoot from the outside they play physical um i think they're my pick to win it all yeah, they're my pick to win it all for all the reasons you mentioned. Plus, like, Brad Underwood just has those guys figured yep. out. Like, he, he has everything going for them. Everything's just going smooth sailing right now. I do love the idea of Illinois playing Loyola in the round of 32. Yep. I think, one, that would be a really fun matchup. And, two, that would be really cool for the state of Illinois to have that game going on. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of reiterating what you're saying. Um I would think West Virginia could win the title if they weren't playing in that region. I just don't think they're better than Illinois. I think that like that could 100% be the Elite Eight game, and I probably would bet on it being the Elite Eight game just because I think West Virginia is better than Houston. Um, that's no disrespect to Houston. I think they're a good ball team. Obviously, they put the work on UC today. Um, the, but, you know, the fact that the Bearcats made it as far as they did, that's great. Good for them. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I like Oklahoma State for the sake of Cade Cunningham, but I don't think you know, he's going to be enough for them to win these big games. Um, I could definitely see him having a John Morant like performance against Liberty where he has like a triple double in round one. Um, right. But other than that, I don't think that this is a situation where they're going to go and run off a couple wins and get to the point where they play Illinois. Could they? Yes, absolutely. But I don't know if they're going to be Tennessee. I think Tennessee's pretty darn good. Granted, I don't know if Tennessee gets to Oregon State because I think Oregon State's pretty decent too. Um, so. I'm totally going off track here. I'm um, just excited about it finally. But oh yeah, right. Yeah, five five or six teams. I'm with you. So the teams you named: um, Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Ohio State, Illinois. Um, I know I just named three Big Ten teams, and I'd probably say Alabama. I could definitely see Alabama winning the title. They're a team I don't want to face. Right. You know, if you're, let's say, you know, let's say that. Let me look at this real quick. Let's say like Texas gets to the you know the Sweet 16, they probably don't want to play Alabama the way that Alabama is playing right now. So uh, that's not a fun matchup for them. Oh, 100 percent. No, right. I mean, it, it's I'm with you there, especially because both teams have really good guards. It'll be an up and down game, and you know it. it whoever gets the last, whoever gets the ball last, probably going to win there. Um, I do. I will say, I think the when I say there's four or five teams that can win it, I think. Even there, there's gaps. I think Gonzaga and Illinois are so far ahead of everybody else. I do that too. That's like, like I almost want to lock it in to be my national championship game. Yeah. But there's something about Gonzaga I just don't trust to say they'll play in the title. It's just something about like, I don't know if it's the fact they went undefeated. I don't know the fact that history says that they've, you know, they've been really good all these years and they only played in one national championship, um, which I see on the back of your behind you there, the year that's on there that they lost in the title. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. 2017, they played a one seed. That's the last time they've been two one seeds in the final. 2008, 2017. Yeah. That's crazy. What a shame. So, right. I do think Gonzaga is the best team in the country. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they win. The only reason I'm not picking them to win is because literally everybody's going to pick them to win. Yeah, it's boring. 
yeah, I mean, I'm going to enter a bunch of bracket pools, obviously stuff like that. So, um, I mean, I do like Illinois. I'm going to root for them if I went to Carolina's out. But, yeah, I think Gonzaga is a clear cut. I think they're the best team in the country. I think they – I I really don't see <laughs> – I really don't see them losing. Like, I think it's going to be like 2009 North Carolina. I think they're going to just beat the shit out of people and win by 10, 15 points every game and just waltz into the final and probably win that. And it's going to be like, yeah, like we said it from December. They were the best team in the country, and they're going to win. And I don't know why we're surprised. But – Let's march. Anything can happen. The number one overall seed doesn't always win. The region is tough, but I think they're the best team. They got. They literally have, you know, have it all. So you know, I'd be excited to watch them play. So, and I love watching good basketball. So if they're playing well, like it's nice to see it. So, yeah, for sure. I think that there's just so much that can go against them. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of them being the fact that they're Gonzaga, mm-hmm. um, you know, so they haven't played a good basketball team since, November, December. Yeah. Yeah. November, December. So it's like, you know, you guys were beating like San Francisco and St. Mary's every week and it's like now. Okay. So good luck playing against Iowa and good luck playing against, you know, um, teams like freaking Arkansas and Kansas and all these teams. So Virginia. Um, yeah. All right. I was going to say one last thing here. Obviously we're gonna keep it short Thursday. We'll get more into like different regions and stuff like that. But I'm going to go – we'll go one game in each region that you're you're excited to watch for on the opening weekend, like so okay. one game. Um, so starting in the West, I think the – I think you said at Oregon VCU. I know you said that earlier. Um, I think I'm most excited to watch a – gosh, uh, I don't know. Missouri-Oklahoma sounds fun, but I, I think I'm going to go more Kansas-Eastern Washington. I think Eastern Washington is a team that can score high volume, and Kansas is known to sometimes – ball themselves there i think that could be not a potential upset but i think eastern washington can keep it close enough where kansas is on their toes a little bit longer than they kind of want to be so i'm gonna go ohio virginia i just think that with everything happening with virginia's program and how good of uh jason preston is Mm -hmm. um you know potentially be a story right yeah yeah you know potentially be a draft pick ohio's really been a lot of fun um you know they won the mac obviously um i think that's a team that's a team that potentially give virginia fits um, could very well win the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, we'll go in the east, bottom left, first round. I think I am most excited for uh, BYU, Michigan State, UCLA. I know it sounds crazy. It's probably not going to be the most eye-appealing game, but I think the winner of that team, I think they can get, both of those teams can give Texas kind of a a, uh, a tough shot. So I'd be happy to be curious to see who wins out of that one. Connecticut, Maryland. This is going to be the Jeans Book Night game. He's going to still yep. find himself as a top 10 draft pick in this game. Yep. That's fair. All right. The South. Um, I am actually going to take Florida, Virginia tech. I think that's a good enough game where uh, contrast and style, um, both teams can get hot. They've been playing well recently. And I think I'll go Florida, uh, Florida and Virginia tech in that one or Carolina, Wisconsin, just for personal reasons. But <laughs> all right, I'm going to go. I'm between Villanova Winthrop and Arkansas Colgate. I think Arkansas Colgate is just going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, you obviously have Moses right. Moody, who is a lottery pick, potentially top five, mm-hmm. top six pick in this year's draft, uh, depending yep. on who you talk to. Um, and I think, you know, obviously the fact that I covered Jalen Tate for three years, I got to know him a little bit. Seeing him play at this level is really cool. Um, so I'm really excited about that. So I'm going to keep an eye on that one. But, yeah, Winthrop or Villanova, I really like that matchup a lot. Um, yeah. I get picking Villanova, especially with all their experience. I just feel really good about Winthrop right now. Right. Um, and then, all right, the last Midwest. Uh, I think I got two in this region. Um, 
I'm actually going to pick. Actually, this region has a shitload of games. I think so many good about, games. Yeah, I mean, you could get down. I think Loyola Georgia Tech will be really a good game. Oklahoma State Liberty is going to be a really good game. But for some reason, I'm really excited to watch San Diego State Syracuse. I don't know why. I think both teams shoot a high volume three. Buddy Beheim, hate his dad, but the kid is on fire from three this year, shooting 48%. And there was a stat today. He's shooting 75% on open three point shooters, on open three, three point shots. If he has time to set his feet and he's wide open, he's hitting three out of four. It's an amazing stat. But um, I think I'm most excited for that one. This region, like you said, is loaded. Um, Preston Spiraldon from Moorhead State, great coach. Um, has the guys rolling in, you know, West Virginia for, you know, personal reasons and they're a fun team. I, I'm very excited to see how far they can go this year. Yeah, I really like West Virginia Moorhead State because we're not getting the typical press Virginia. Um, we're nope. getting a team that's very high potent offense and Moorhead State's shown that, you know, especially to their run, that they're a team that like if they have to get buckets, they can get buckets. I really like that match, but I do think West Virginia wins it, but I do think Moorhead State's going to be really competitive, um, especially, mm-hmm. you know, taking the fact, like I said, we're playing in Indianapolis and uh, we're not playing in the fact that like this game's not, you know, in Huntington or wherever it might be. So that really yeah. plays a part. But um, I think I'm going to lean that. And then uh, Loyal Chicago, Georgia Tech, uh, like I said, both teams just being on fire right now. And Josh Pastner being a total dork goofball who everyone loves um, is, yeah. you know, getting Georgia Tech going. He, he's a modern day Michael Scott. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. it's literally amazing. He's Michael Scott right in front of our eyes. And he's just such a, the, the COVID pinata ball, the face shield with the Abraham Lincoln sideburns, <laughs> everything about it is hilarious, but they got some players, man. They've been playing well. Moses Wright, Jose Alvarado, like they're a good team. They are I a good wouldn't team. be surprised if they beat them. But um, the one thing for me is I'm waiting to see the mat, like, when the games are announced um obviously a little bit different this year than you know usually when the bracket releases you can go on the march madness app and find out like oh great the first game of the tournament's this and then you go from there but um having to see exactly when these teams are playing and where they're playing is going to be interesting um i'm sure that'll come out probably tomorrow or tuesday um tuesday at the latest probably but it'll be interesting to kind of plan your day around what days to you know when to start getting food when to start you know everything all that so i'm pretty excited for that so i actually might be attending some games this year which is awesome. Um, might be going up with West Virginia. So I'm a little I'm excited to watch them and, you know, hopefully see Rudolph on Sean and see how far they can go. But yeah, man, I'm excited. Best time of the year. Got a PS5 this week. You finally got back. one. Everything, everything's coming up my name right now. Um, so um, I'm excited. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ready. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll hold my basketball hang, like uh, craving until, you know, maybe I'll play some 2K and watch some last chance you to get me through the Thursday or Friday. So we should do that. Should be like our pod during the off season. Is this like or a recap yep. of last chance U basketball? I, I, yeah, ex- it's, I I'm I'm two episodes in. It's, me it's too. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Joe, that guy Joe is a he. He will literally take somebody's head off, and then we'll be amazed at a foul's call on him. And then they'll beat a team by forty five, and he'll be said, "This guy can't coach." He's. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been. Usually, I'm like in the with a football series. I've been pretty like pro player, anti coach. I think like this is the one where I'm like. I'm on the coach's side. Like I love the coach. The players are kind of annoying. I'm 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 all coaching on this one. So <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely am with you. Um, so we're gonna go and wrap this up. Like I said, this is just a quick go through and talk about the brackets. So Thursday night, um, actually I'll kind of go through the whole week. So if you're tuning in for NBA coverage, um, we'll see shot callers going li- uh, live. This will that'll be up for Tuesday. Um, 48 minutes will be up uh, for Wednesday, um, and then we'll be recording Thursday to go live on Friday. Um, to get you ready for the tournament. We'll be having Brad Redford, my good buddy, um, who's played in the NCAA tournament for joining us and uh, potentially another guest that I am working with through through still, um, hoping to get a text back this week. So 
we'll be kind of going through the brackets, kind of talk about everything, um, kind of pick Brad's brain about like what it's like to play in the NCAA tournament, what it's like to get ready for these games and just like the process and things like that. You know, he played in two sweet 16s, so uh, he'll have a lot of things that he can kind of tell us. So we're excited. You know, like we said, we didn't have this last year. So to finally have it again, have a selection Sunday show was just such a nice feeling. Um, So thank you all for tuning in and kind of hanging out with us in the chat and kind of just like watching along or listening to the show. Uh, We can't wait. This is going to be what we always wanted. So have a good night, everyone. Yeah. See you.